Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Coyotes post-game show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters. Craig will be joining us shortly. And um, the Coyotes win, which is fun, <laughs> but maybe not great. And also five goals on 15 shots being outshot. 43 to 15 is this not the most coyotes win ever it is the, and, and we this is the wheel of fantasy again like if we did we, they get out shot 43 to 15 Lawson Krauss gets a hat trick uh, Keller and Schmaltz extend their their six game point streak spin the spin the wheel like are you out of your <laughs> mind that? that was me spinning the wheel <laughs> are you out of your freaking mind like this t- great but the the puck was behind Wedgwood at least three times. Off post, hits Mosier. Was it Mosier in the ass? Or was it Mayo? Might have been Mayo. Hit Mayo <laughs> in the ass. Like, there's no way that the guys should come out of here with two points. And yet they do for their third win on this road trip. The only loss is to the Boston Bruins, and that was by the hair of the chinny-chin-chin. Like, this team could be 4-0 and on this road trip. Which we looked at this road trip before and said, oh, like, well, the Coy- at least the first week, maybe this week with Ottawa and Montreal, we thought, okay, maybe that we looked at that first week and, oh, you know, no wins on the calendar there. And here we are. Yeah, yeah, but, but again, be careful what you wish for. Like if this team is picking 10th in July for wins that are happening in March that people are not going to care about in three months. People aren't going to care that they beat Ottawa tonight, three months from now. They're not. They're going to be sitting at the stage, looking on TV, eating their popcorn, going, we're picking 10th? Yeah, That's what's going to matter. Not winning in Ottawa in March. It's not going to matter. I know. That's what's starting to concern me. So I hate to say this, but they need to start losing some games. (laughs) And I don't know what else they can do. And especially against teams like Ottawa and Montreal. Ottawa today, Montreal tomorrow. It's turn around, do it again tomorrow. And these are teams that they're competing competing with for that bottom spot reverse and now they just I know they were tied with Montreal for 40 points in last and with a win tonight they now pass Montreal but they do have a or no now they're equal in games played with Montreal so Montreal has 40 the Coyotes have 42 they play tomorrow and we have to see what happens then because I don't know it's getting a little but crazy at the pace they're on now and what they've done over the last 15 games, if they keep up that pace, they're not only going to pass Montreal and Seattle. They're going to start reeling in teams like Ottawa, Philadelphia, New Jersey. Like this, and I'm not kidding. Teams here. that haven't been on our radar for months. The, they could easily be seventh to last three weeks from now. Stop. I I, I know. And it, oh, it's like these are the, this these last two weeks have been so hard because it's fun. Like inherently it's fun to watch 
your hockey team win. It, it is. is. It is. And that's what's so hard. It is. But and then you're you're battling with what we've just been talking about. Like it's just that's just such a hard position to be in. So because and I'll tell you what, Leah, because you go back to us in August sitting here going, it's going to suck. It's going to be painful. It's I mean, it was horrible year, a while. Right. But we all said it's all going to be worth it later. <laughs> yeah. Well, just hear me out. So we suck for 60 games and now all of a sudden we're good and we picked 10th, literally wasted a whole year. You're not good enough to make the playoffs. You're not bad enough to get a good pick. And you're right back to that 12th to 10th spot where this Coyotes franchise has lived for the last decade. And you can't get better from 12th to 10th. You can't. Not good enough to make the playoffs. Or if you do, you get in the last spot and you lose. And you're not bad enough to get high picks. So you sit in the middle forever. So this was the year that this organization finally said, okay, we're going to suck. We're admitting it to everybody. We're going to say we're rebuilding. We're going to blow up the franchise. And this is where they are. And I, and having said that, though, what else are they supposed to do? Like well, they got outshot forty-three to fifteen. What else can you do? What stop, else? Can you do they to have lose? to stop running into bad goalies. God. Well, sorry. I, and I know there's people in the comments saying they trust the scouting staff. They can still trade away players at the deadline, and the team can get worse. That's all true. So we'll see. It is, and I, I, I don't mean to be that. I'm trying to be negative. They got. <laughs> they won three out of four on this trip, and. I wish I was jumping. Well, I was actually jumping up and down to me. I was pretty happy that they won. I'm not going to lie. I was pretty excited that they won. So let's say that first. I am happy. I just try to look at the bigger picture as as well and what they're trying to accomplish. It was fun winning that game in Ottawa. It's a tough building to play in. And that's a team that scores a lot of goals. And they just weren't, they were unable to get on the scoreboard tonight. And Wedgie played well. And when he didn't, he got help. Either it was the post or a player that one sat behind him and Gostas Bear saves him. Yeah, Gostas Bear having one of the best saves of the game on his stick. So let's... We've gotten that conversation out okay, of the way. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's a, it's an important I, I conversation needed to, to have. I needed to get. That. No. What do we call it? Cleansing. Call clearing. It? Clearing. Oh my god, we haven't done clearings in so I long. Needed to clear. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a little again when Craig comes back. But that's out of the way. So forgetting about <laughs> the big, <laughs> forgetting about the big picture. Let's just talk about this game and yes. what happened in this game and not how yes. it affects anything else but this game. So let's start with tonight by the numbers because this one is extremely lopsided. A 5-3 win, 15 shots on goal by the Coyotes tonight. That ties a season low, which they last had against Winnipeg in November. A game they also won. A game they've also won. They also had 16 shots twice, 17 shots twice. So they've had in these low numbers before, but 15 ties a season low. On the flip side, look at Ottawa. 43 shots on goal, only three goals against. So that's saving 40 of 43 for Wedgwood. Again, the Coyotes goalies facing 40-plus shots and doing really well. And then both teams, um, power play goals, Coyotes one for two, Ottawa one for three. We saw a lot of special teams successes tonight, which we'll talk about when we get to Lawson Krause in a little bit. But, I mean, again, if you take away the score and you looked at those stats, yeah. you would not see a Coyotes Are win. Are you kidding me? Once again, not. as per usual. Shots in the second period alone were 17 to three in the second. <laughs> and who got the goal? Who won the second period? 
the Coyotes did. One nothing. They had and Carl Shorty. no shots. 17 to ten, three. No shots through 10 minutes. They were outshot 10 nothing in the first 10 minutes of the second period. I'm sorry, Charles. Charles said it's pack therapy. I'm, I'm tr- okay. I'll try to turn it around the rest of the show. I promise. <laughs> but now, but there, people were saying, uh, like on the Discord and on Twitter, like, do we need to do pack therapy after wins now? <laughs> like, we're so conflicted. We, we're, we've been conflicted and we had fun at points when they won games through this. Yes. through 60 we've had fun yes but now it it's getting tight now now <laughs> now we're starting to talk about draft picks we're starting to talk about prospects we're talking about the ping pong balls we're talking about the draft lottery like that's the bigger narrative right now yeah because the playoffs are not happening so let's not focus on the playoffs we're thinking about those things and when you think about those things like don't screw this up like stop and i I don't know how you stop winning. Hey, I don't know how you stop Remember it. two minutes ago when I said, let's stop thinking of the bigger picture and focus on this game. I know. So sorry. on that note, that's okay. Let's there were a lot of good things. Let's tonight. pull up PD's keys because things went both ways on this one. No yeah, turnovers in no the No turnovers. The, the, the goals they did give up, turnovers. Right, the, the the both five on five goals were turnovers. They turned the puck over. Gosh, spare early. Erickson late. Turnovers have cost this team throughout this season. That's a problem they need to clear up, but not right now. Schmaltz seven <laughs> points against Ottawa. Got one late. Two. So he kept his, two tonight. Did he get this on the empty netter? Yeah, assist on the empty net. So nine points versus nine the two points games in two against games. Ottawa. So I'd say that counts as he kept rolling. Yeah, absolutely. And get hot on the power play. They got a goal. Yep. So that counts. Look at that. So I think it's. I, I'm calling that a win. Yeah, you really nailed it. Yeah, I'm calling a win, and I didn't get outshot. Also, this is a funny comment. Trade Wedgie for Morazic. <laughs> yeah, that would do it. Wow. Is he having a tough go right now, Morazic? The outdoor game? Oof. <laughs> I called that one wrong, by the way, on the pick of the week. So everybody... Yeah. Sorry if you... Do the that. opposite. Yeah, just do the opposite of what Petey says. Exactly. Um, that's what happens when Sean goes away. We can't have him... We need Sean back for pick of the week. Don't worry. He's back behind the Mac. I think he's wearing the coyote hat. Let's see. Yep. Oh, and the glasses. glasses. <laughs> yeah, he's still a little bit of Vegas. They say Vegas stays yeah, in Vegas. Back so. from Vegas, by the way, if you I haven't checked Sean out, literally, some. like right before we went live, PHNX Sports tweeted a hilarious <laughs> video that Shane and Sean did in Vegas. So check that out on the PHNX Sports Twitter because it's hilarious. And I think you need to, to, to pump that a little more because that is go like like might be the funniest <laughs> thing that PHNX has done to date. Because if you've been to Vegas. We're not talking the strip. We're talking Fremont Street after dark with two guys with microphones. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Sketch. It was uh, one hell of an experience. I'll just say that. <laughs> you got to yeah, watch so, the video. So jump the- over yeah, so it, after it, this. If you don't... <sighs> Emma just said Sean has the best fit, fit right now. Sorry, Leah. It's fine, Emma. Just fall in the intern power rankings. I'm just kidding. Um, but if you're conflicted about this game like we are, if you need a smile, you yes. can go watch that video. So there's our plug for it's that. It's really good. It's really good. Another thing we need to talk about, another huge storyline of this game, Lawson Kraus. First career hat trick in the NHL. And it was a unique one as well because he had a five-on-five goal, a power play goal, and a shorthanded goal. That and, is unique for a hat trick. And, and good for him, too, because one of the things you've talked, when we talk about Lawson Kraus, he's at times can get snake bitten offensively, meaning great move, hits the post. Somebody blocks the shot. He's around it, but just is not unable to quite finish. Um, those were good goals today. Like uh, on that, that pass from Kessel, he got it off a stick quick. The tip shot on the power play, great <laughs> hand eye, and the shorty. 
Like that was a great move. Here? I know he's sitting in the chair. He's sitting in. For those listening on audio, Sean just moved. Literally his... didn't know that that was real. I thought he was just because Sean just moved his little box, so he's floating over Craig's empty chair. I have to give the Watts uh, credit for that for the idea. Okay, that is a good idea. You should do that when when we're waiting for Craig more often. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Anyway. No, us. but but he he was he, he finished, and there were good goals. All of them were good yeah. goals. That last one, that was a really nice move. And he puts it up backhand top shelf. Uh, I thought he he looked great today. And the now you go back. There's a sigh. You go back to <laughs> now what? Because Kraus is now, in my opinion, is the most valuable coyote at the trade deadline. I've said that all year. Craig has said he's untouchable. I I don't know. Is he though? Don't like, do this to me. I know. Like if if I'm a team, I look at. Loss and Kraus and go, I think he can help us. So no. uh, be careful what you wish for. Like he's playing really well. So I'm on an opposing team. I look at a big body guy that can drive the net and he can score. What do you not like about that? Um, so I'm thrilled that he's doing this. I just hope he survives the trade deadline and he's still here because I think he can be a piece when they get through the rebuild. I think so too. And his with just his first goal tonight, he passed his season career high. So that well, that was on his 16th. So now he got his 16th, 17th, and 18th goals of the season. Tonight, it was his third multi-goal game and 15th career multi-point game tonight. So big night for him all around. And on that note, let's go ahead and name Lawson Krause tonight's DraftKings king of the game. <laughs> Sean just blocking yeah. the stats. Yeah. First career hat trick, like we said, three goals tonight. So a big night for Lawson Krause. And again, we've talked about just how how he's really taken off this season. And when Craig gets here, we'll talk more about it because Craig actually has a story coming out on the Coyotes' middle core and Lawson Krause is part of that. So great to see him have success this year. And if it's not a matter of, you know, raising his trade value, which I hope it's not selfishly, but then hopefully that means that... And he's still young, um, a core part of this team going forward. But, but, but does he... And we talked about this, and I saw it in the comments earlier, and I apologize, I can't remember who said it, but talk about 20-goal scores. And it's this is it's a, it's a mark that you want to get guys to be 20-goal scores. And it's a difficult to reach that point when your team struggles for wins, where this team is. Clayton Keller hit 20 a while ago. He's at 25. Schmaltz is at 16 and 39 games. I would think he's going to get 20. And now Lawson Krause is part of that conversation. Krause... Is that 18? 18. Yep. I know. So a Coyotes team with multiple 20 goal scores. Wow. We haven't had that and it feels like a lot forever. Yeah. So, I mean, he he jumped right into the mix right now. He's having a really good year. Kraus does a lot of things right. He does it with the right attitude. He works hard every shift. He, he uses, uses his body physically where he can take guys off the puck. He's skating incredibly well right now. Like I'm, I'm really happy for the individual, but he definitely helps this team too. And we talked last show about who's going to be the next captain of this team because they didn't name a captain. He's at the top of my list. Yeah, that was something Craig mentioned too while we were watching this. He has to be on the team though. Yeah, I, I, we'll ask Craig when he gets here. I don't think he's going to get traded. I really don't. I, I, I'm just saying. Yeah. 
Fair enough. Well, so, yeah, I, maybe not. <laughs> but he, he's he's the next captain of the team if he stays. I would love to see that. It'd be great to see. And it was funny because also Craig was texting with Krause's dad when he had scored his second and said, I, I feel a hat trick coming. And, and then it was funny because the three of us, they were on short and we were like, oh, watch the Krause get a shorthanded goal. And then not even 10 seconds later, he did. And we were all yeah, screaming. Yeah, especially after they hadn't had a shot all period. Like, what? <laughs> Are you guys out of your mind? It's crazy. The Coyotes just keep running into bad goaltending and are getting... Well, it's not going to get... Tomorrow's the same thing. Montreal's yeah. had goaltending issues all season long. They're in Montreal, and if they get that win... Uh-oh. Yeah. Who, who else do we have coming up? Let's pull Pittsburgh. Up, uh, let's pull up the, the upcoming schedule, because I need to know who we're facing. So we got, yeah, Pittsburgh Saturday, so Jari Hot. Yep, Jari Hot. San Jose, I don't really know what's going on with them. Um, not hot. Seattle, not, not hot. hot. Calgary, hot. Well, yeah, in Fuego. Yeah, hot. they're goaltending elite, elite so... goaltending. I don't know if they have a back-to-back. We'll have to look into that prior to that game against Calgary. Because if you get Markstrom, that's no cakewalk. Like it, when Markstrom's on, that team is as tough to beat as any team in the National Hockey League. They don't give up much when Markstrom's in the net. How is there already? Wait, John. <laughs> the we already won. Did yeah, you ever see that? Won the, Look at change graphic again. We already beat Montreal tomorrow five to six. And so we, on your DraftKings sportsbook app, <laughs> you can go ahead and five to three. You can hey on That's DraftKings. It's okay. <laughs> I mean, they're winning so many games at this point. You might as well just book it. Yeah, <laughs> Karen like, caught it too. We already have a win. Karen, we need human resources hey, on that. Okay, but here's something you can do, and this is true on the DraftKings sportsbook app. You can guess. You can not guess, bet how many goals per period you can do. Like total score. Total score. You can, yeah. Like there's so many unique combinations that you can do on there. So maybe Sean is onto something here. <laughs> the Coyotes are going to beat the Montreal Canadiens five to three tomorrow. Yeah, Who maybe. Knows? Um, um, to, for, to answer Petey's question, the Flames are not coming off of a back to back. Their last game before they play the Yotes is on the 22nd. So they have three days in between their games. Whoops. Uh oh. Alrighty, well, something to look out for. Um, knowing all of this, if you want to bet also on either the exact score or anything, so much you can bet on. We talked about the player props. Sean, you have to vacate your seat. Wait, I want you to stay there yeah. so Craig can yeah, see. Yeah, so Craig this. can see it when you do it. Come, come over here, Craig. Finish reading your ad. I want to see You'll Craig. See it when you Craig's see already mortified just at my outfit. Yeah, you look see at the monitor, um, though. You have to just look at the monitor. Sean's been keeping your seat warm. <laughs> Oh, now he's there. It is. There we go. Let's just roll with it. If you're <laughs> listening on audio, you just need to go over to YouTube and watch this. Okay. Well, as I was saying, if you want to get in on the action, you oh, can do so right over um, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And March Madness is finally here. Um, the tournament is here. We're doing an office pool. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but a ton you can bet on with that as well. So DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a shot to bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. You can also do same-game parlays with college basketball. So there's just so much you can do on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So use that promo code PHNX, bet $5 on any college hoops team to win, and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's 21 and over. Arizona-only gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Welcome. Hey. Nothing like walking in for a read. 
Yes, so you walked in for a read. PD's gone on a rant, multiple PD's rant? rants. Just that the Coyotes keep winning. Yeah, they got to stop winning. Just yeah. saying. Yeah. Why, why go through all this? Yep, that's to, pretty much what we talked about. But I mean, it feel, feels good for the players, but if you're drafting ninth... <laughs> It's not worth yeah, it. And the pace they're on, they will. Like it, it, you keep saying, well, they're going to lose these games. They're going to go on this road trip. They've won three out of four. Yeah. Yeah. And to that point, what the hell else are they supposed to lose? Like, how else? They did everything to lose tonight. They did, actually. And and Andre <laughs> Turney said that, too. This was not a Picasso. They were defending the whole night. Just, they they finished their chances. I mean, and they've done, we've seen games like this from this team recently where they're not getting a lot of chances, but they score, score. they face goaltending that's subpar and the Coyotes haven't been getting a lot of subpar goaltending themselves, which is one of the best ingredients for a tank. But yeah, wow. I, I mean, they're within shouting range of too many teams now and you don't want to jump those teams. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with the trade deadline if they're going to lose some of these players and it'll impact them. But you know, it's, it's, it's hard to get, yeah. It's so conflicting. Yeah, because you you feel good for the players that they're getting wins, they're getting some payoff. They're 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 and inherently you want to watch a team win. Sure, sure, but you know you also know long term that if you don't get certain pieces on your roster, you're not going to win. You're not going to sustain winning. You're not going to have a chance to compete for cups. And they don't have those pieces right now. They need to draft those pieces. Yeah, and I'm put it in perspective. I'm a baseball fan. Did the Minnesota Twins win last year on April 16th? I don't know and don't care anymore, but I care what they drafted for at the draft. Yes. Like, no one's going to care about this win in March over the Ottawa Senators when we're sitting watching the draft this summer in July. They're not going to care. So stop. Just stop. Just stop. Okay. So, I, wasn't gonna, so I said I wasn't going to rant anymore. Oh, well, what were you going to say? I was going to. The NHL is weird. Like the history of the NHL is a weird thing. You can't figure out why certain teams have success against certain teams. Now, two of the teams that the Coyotes have beat on this road trip are two of the teams that historically they have highest winning percentages against. Toronto is number one if you throw out Seattle because they've only played two games against them, and Ottawa's number four. For some reason, they do well. Against the Coyotes teams. do well against these two teams. I don't know what it is. Conversely, tomorrow when they play the Canadians, that they have their second worst. Winning percentage. But the Coyotes of any team beat the against... Canadians earlier this year. They did. But that was so, a different Canadians team with a different coach. It was. So we'll see. But again, stop winning. We'll see what stop tomorrow winning. brings. We'll see. And and we, we did mention earlier, I'm concerned about Montreal's goaltending too. And they seem to be hitting these goaltenders that are playing poorly mm-hmm. and they're hitting them at the wrong time. Well, right time, Ronta, I don't know. So what I wanted to bring up because someone asked this and we meant to get to it the other night, but we all know it was the pizza not getting delivered's fault. Yeah, it's Rosati's fault. That yeah, we, we were didn't discuss we were a little. Yeah, so we did not discuss Carl Rosati's. And someone asked, "Does this mean they'll trade Vemelka now?" And you have some insight onto Vemelka in the future with the team. I don't think so. I don't think they're going to trade him. <laughs> I talked. I'll, I'll be honest. I talked to his agent tonight, and I, nobody knows where that narrative's coming from that they might get traded. Um, that he might get traded. Look, this is a negotiation, right? You got to you got to come to a contract, and that's part of the process. But they don't want to move Vemelka, and Vemelka likes it here. I think they're going to reach a deal. I really do think that they're going to come to a contract agreement with Vemelka. Yeah, and, and I'll take it a step farther, because one, I think he's going to sign here. I agree with you one hundred percent. I think he fits what they're trying to do right now. I think financially, he fits what they're trying to do right now. He likes it. They like him. I think they will get a deal done. Yeah. 
But in order to trade someone at the trade deadline, you need to have a party willing to trade for that player. And I know that people here love Karel Vamelka and they're going, we want to don't trade him, don't trade him. There are not willing participants on the other side looking to bring in a Karel Vamelka. And I'll tell you why. When he's good, he's frighteningly good. Like, he is really, really good. He made 40 save, 46 save shot against Winnipeg, lights out. What he hasn't done is he doesn't have that consistent body of work over a long period of time that teams look for when they're running for the Cup. That's all. Like, yep. if they were looking at Karel Vimelko for a future prospect and we could have him for years, then they may trade for him. But at the trade deadline, you're looking for a rental player that can help you win a Stanley Cup right now. Unfortunately, I don't think, or fortunately for the Coyotes, I don't think Karel Vamelka checks that box for other teams because I don't think he's shown he's consistent enough at his age in North America right now. That could be years down the road, plus his contract's expiring. So I'm not sure what, why someone would sign trade for him right now. Well, maybe they think they could sign again him as they, a rental. But yeah, it would be you, you when you're looking at a rental. You're right. You're looking at a guy that can help push you over the top to win a cup. You're not getting a guy who's in his first season of North American right. hockey. He's never played has, a playoff. Game. Let's be honest. Karev Vemelka has been fantastic. There have been those games where he faces more than 35 shots, and you're like, oh my God, this yes. guy's elite. And then there are those games where he doesn't look good at all. He's up and down. He's been very inconsistent this season. You're not looking for that guy at the trade deadline. Yeah. is not getting traded. Yeah. And and, and that's not to say we, that, he, that his, he can't help this franchise in the future. We're not saying that he can't be that elite goaltender. I'm saying that he hasn't shown that consistency right now. And that's, that's a process, all. right? Absolutely. First season in the NHL, Absolutely. you don't expect a goalie to step in and, yeah, just play like he did. You know, we're talking about those elite games. Play like that all the time. That's not going to happen in your first season. You learn how to become an NHL goaltender, and he's shown a lot of promise, and I think they're excited about that. But, yeah, for right now, is he a guy that's going to lead you to a cup? No. And that's Come why on. you hear Marc-Andre Fleury's name, because— He's been there. Yes. You know, when he steps in, even if he doesn't start for a team in the playoffs, by game three, if the starting goalie for whatever that team is gets hurt, and you have to throw in Marc-Andre Fleury, you go, oh, okay, we know what we're going to get. He's played in the biggest games and the biggest stages worldwide since he was 16. We're fine with him in the net. We're okay with him in the net. Carell, I, I just don't think he's got that body of work right now that teams will be vying for him to be that that fill-in role right now. That's just my opinion, and we know my opinion is... Sometimes Before wrong. you got here, Craig, and in the past you've said that he's not going to get touched, but Petey brought up Lawson Kraus. Nope. Not going anywhere. There, there you it go. is. Not you heard it here. Okay, another thing. So today it came out that Jacob Chikrin will be out two to four weeks with a lower body injury. Does this affect his trade value at all? I don't think so. I mean, he's he's a guy who's on a... A team-friendly contract. He's 23 years old. He's, he's signed for three more years. A team that's looking to acquire Jacob Chikrin isn't looking at him as a rental. We need to win the cup right now. They're looking at him as a long-term investment. So if the guy's going to miss two to four weeks, it's, yeah, it's not a big deal. As long as they—and and we don't know what the medical reports say in the MRI readout is. But if you're right and it's two to four weeks and if you're going to trade for Jacob, there clearly will be discussions medically to make sure that that's sure. on the up and up. There'll be part of that. Agree 100%. Because in that four-week window, if he's out back on the ice in two to four weeks, he's still going to help you in the playoffs. He's still going to be yeah. a player in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that part of it is true. And if you're trading for Jacob Chikrin right now, that's a long-term deal. You want Jacob to be a part of your team for a long time because you like his number right now for the next few years and you look to re-sign him. So I think that... 
if it comes out that it's going to be longer and a major injury, then yes, I think it does. But I don't think it two to four weeks it affects him. It sounds like a sprain, doesn't it? Yeah, some I, kind of. I, I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to speculate sound, too much, but it doesn't. But if they're not talking surgery yeah, and they're exactly. not talking those things, yeah, that that, that could be a, a good sign. So, yeah, I don't think that changes. It's just too bad because you know he's been playing his best hockey of the season. Yeah, he was he was on a roll. So. No, that's, that's going to get Or maybe let's get the best of what you're right now. It apparently doesn't matter what <laughs> yeah. the Coyotes put yeah. in the lineup. Jeez. It doesn't. <laughs> oh, my, maybe, do you think the Coyotes are all drinking athletic greens? How about that for a transition? Oh, my God. Is okay. that what's happening? Is I don't know. That, is, that, that they, was the transition to a read. They could. They may be taking athletic greens, and maybe that's why they're seeing the success that they're having, because <laughs> our next partner is a product that maybe all the Coyotes are using i don't have that confirmed but we can go ahead and speculate and i take it phrasing, every single day phrasing careful when you say using <laughs> maybe <laughs> using. all the coyotes are using using yeah don't say using Our by the way my shoes off now so one... i don't know if that's a lot yes. it's okay pd's shins are shown and whatever okay. um taking the one scoop in your water shaker and, and shaking it and drinking it maybe that is what the coyotes are doing how about that and with one <laughs> delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a no-brainer. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and it costs you less than $3 a day. Plus, you're investing in your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase Coyotes are on the road, travel packs, just saying. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash coyotes. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash coyotes to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Another storyline this evening is Coach Andre Tourigny made his first trip back to Ottawa and tomorrow to Montreal. So Quebec and Ottawa, two places that mean a lot to him and his career. Um, of course, he was the coach and GM, correct, of the Ottawa, Ottawa 67s. Yeah. He actually dropped the puck at their game right. um, this week. And so probably a cool experience for him to return to Ottawa for the first time as, as an NHL coach. Yeah, he talked about it. I think we have video from that, uh, you know, about how it, it's almost like, and you know this, PD, like when you go back to places where you, where you know a lot of people, family, friends, you don't have enough time. Yeah. You don't have enough time to connect with them all. He's, he had that one day off, and that's you know they're they're leaving for Montreal right now. Hopefully not on a bus, by the way. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. that's like the drive I've done. I've, I've also done that <laughs> drive. Well, let's see what Coach Andre Tourney had to say this morning about returning to Ottawa. What's uh, what's great to be back is the people. Is to see uh, your your friends, the people I work with, the management with the OSAG. Uh, Management with the 67s, Boydie on the coaches, Normo and Hammy and uh, all those guys. That That's what's special, you know. Uh, I, I had a great day yesterday to see my family, but today to see the fans, uh, everybody with the 67s, that was special. So uh, it's always coming back from uh, to the people, you know. You can, whatever, what the, the success we had with 67s, at, at the end of the day, what you remember is the people you work with and how special were those people for me. You want to recognize the people you had success with, the people that were great for you, uh, people where you had uh, smile and joy and sometimes adversity, and uh, you, you went through a lot with those people. For me, that's that's what makes it special when I have a chance to see those people. And OSAG, Mark Gotti and his group with the, the owners, the 67s have been so phenomenal for 
Mario, myself, and Boydy. Uh, so to see them, that's really special. So very special for him. Um, you know, if you read Craig's story, he said he didn't. Nece- he wasn't necessarily looking to leave Ottawa at the time. Like he was very happy there. But you know, you don't. If you're waiting for the perfect opportunity to coach in the NHL, then you're never gonna yeah. have it. So it was interesting to hear him talk about too. Like everybody around him is talking. So when when are you going to the NHL? Basically, he's like, oh, I'm happy. I'm I'm okay. But he said it's like this snowball. Everybody expects you to move on, and you start thinking about it, and you start thinking about the challenge at the higher level. And look. I mean, these guys are all competitors. They want to do it at the highest level. They want to succeed. So you get him taking the shot, even if, you know, going to the Coyotes, he had he had more than a few people questioning that decision to come to this franchise in the situation they were in, but said he was never afraid of that challenge. That's not what scares him. What scares him is if they go off the plan. Everybody's outlined the plan that the Coyotes are on. He wants to see him stick to it, even even if things get hard. You know, if it takes three, four, five years, stick to the plan. Don't waver. Don't don't go out and sign a Taylor Hall or f- bring in a Phil Kessel when you're not ready to compete yet. Stick to the plan. And I think that's the hardest thing for this whole franchise to, to do is to stick with it, whether it's the fan base, the coaching staff, management. It's hard to stick with that plan because you're a competitor, and that's what you want. But I will say this. From all indications, the kind of coach that Andre Tourigny is, he's a builder, meaning... He builds relationships. He's publicly said that's what he is. He's, he's, he does this together. He does this with the team. And I think that's showing on the ice. I think these are, guys are doing it with smiles. I think they're happy to go to the rink every day. Even when they do see themselves towards the bottom of the standings, he's still able to make it fun. He's still able to make it an inviting environment for players to still continue to go on and get up and go to the rink every day. So having said those things, I think he's the right coach at the right time. And even though... The wins and losses don't man, you know, end up the way you want them to be as a coach. I think this is the best you could hope for in the situation you're in. Is for the atmosphere that Tournier has has appeared to create, where guys are happy to go to the rink, and that says a lot when you're having a season like this. And if you want to get through a rebuild, that's the kind of coach that you need. Lawson Krause being one of those guys too, right? Who's talked all along, all season long since since media day about how excited he was for a greater opportunity, more ice time, more situations, and he's running with it. And and one of the things that I look at, and I mentioned this in the story as well, when you're looking for how to evaluate a coach in a crazy season like this, one of the things that you want to look at is how are those core pieces progressing? Clayton Keller's a point-per-game player. Nick Schmaltz is a point-per-game player. Lawson Kraus just had a hat trick and has career highs in every statistical category now. Those are good signs. All those all those guys mm-hmm. are coming along. That's actually the topic of my story tomorrow on that so-called middle core. I think it was Talk that called it the middle core yeah. first. But that's that's what I'm gonna be looking at tomorrow, the progression of those key guys. So you heard it here. Early plug for Craig's story on gophnext.com tomorrow. And Coach Hernier will be a guest on the PHNX Coyotes live show this Friday at 1.30. So much like last week, 1.30. Last week was 1. This is 1.30. Mark it off on your ca- your work calendar now. Say you have a <laughs> lunch to get to because Coach Turney will be on our show live here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. So you're and, not going to want to miss And we're going to play a game. You guys don't know about this yet. No, I don't. But we're going to play a game when Andre is here. Okay. Okay. That we have to try to get him to say his secret word. And Craig knows what the secret oh, word is yes. because it's, it's he pronounces it differently. And Craig can't even say. But what is the word, Craig? It's opportunity, and I can't opportunity. say it. Opportunity. So we're just going to say the word opportunity. So 
And that, we're going to have to put up stakes. We have a week to figure this out. <laughs> Who can ask the question that gets Andre Turnier to say the I word like opportunity? <laughs> all and right. we all have to put up stakes, and the winner gets the prize on whoever gets Andre to say opportunity in his answer. Yeah. You in? I'm in. He won't say it like that. I still can't say it I know, the way we won't, he says it. We won't give it away on how he says it. Yes, exactly. So that's the other side of it is when there you are hear him say opportunity, yeah. you'll think... Well, that's the way we should all pronounce it now. Yeah. It sounds so much better. So, yeah, you need to tune in just to hear him say that yeah. word. Just to hear there him we go. say that. All I right. love it. Deal. Well, yes. So we'll have him this week. Craig mentioned his story tomorrow in the middle core. And also, if you haven't had the opportunity, <laughs> there's not like so much. Opportunity. No, it's not like that. that. You're, you're going to hear it. You'll be like, and you try and recreate it. You, you can't can. do it for some reason. Okay, no. we'll, we'll figure that out. But yeah. Craig... Um, in-depth piece on Andre as well. It was a really, really great piece. So head over to gophnx.com, become a member, sign up for the year membership, get a shirt, Cody, you can get Cody, the coyote, um, or just sign up for month to month, get your first month just 50 cents, have access to the members only Discord. I saw a comment earlier that we should do a March Madness pool in the Discord. I think that would be fun. That's actually brilliant. So Craig Karen. and Pete, it was Karen. yeah, it was Karen. Craig, Petey, and I, um, we can do brackets with everyone in the Discord. So if you want to become a member this week, so you can join our Discord March Madness pool, do that as well. Tons of great perks to becoming a member. One more thing we need to talk about today. This came up early <laughs> in conversation. Today is Pi Day. It is Pi Day. 3.14. Pi sitting right there. I've never had banana cream pie before. Why and is that, Leah? I don't want to talk about it. And this just caused an uproar in the office. So Sean took one for the team and ran out the door and returned with a banana cream pie. In like 10 minutes, by the way. Like he was back in like 10 minutes fast. with a banana cream pie. Producer oh, of the year right now. He's walking So I'm going to eat this banana cream pie. We're all going to eat it. On 3.14. Yes, on pie day, live on the air. Is it cut already? Did you, we did we cut it? Oh, yeah, this, this is we gonna be cut. messy. He might be producer of the year right now. Yeah. Yeah, for bringing the okay. pie. Yeah. Yeah. So, don't tell Diefenbach so, though. All right, yeah. Leah's gonna cut a pie, and I'm gonna talk about one other guy that I I spoke to well, today. Was doing that? Yeah. Johnny Walker, ASU icon Johnny Walker, um, who just finished his season for the Sun Devils. His his fifth season. Of course, he got an extra year of eligibility because COVID wrecked everything. Interesting guy. Um, first three seasons just lit it up with goals. Knee injury really derailed him in that crazy season where they had to play every game on the road. And then he had another knee injury earlier the season that that sort of put him off his track. So not the way that he wanted to go out in his ASU career, but the way I'm going to remember him is that guy from the first three years, the guy that helped put ASU on the map. He, I, uh, Josh Doan, and he said it himself, Josh Doan is probably going to be the face of that program for the next few years. But Johnny Walker was absolutely the face of the program before that. And uh, he told me to catch up with him after the season to talk about his plans. I called him, and he was halfway up to Salt Lake City driving up for a, a tryout with the Utah That's Grizzlies fantastic. in the ECHL. So he's going to continue playing hockey. He He's still getting his master's. He's got to finish that. So after this season, you know, he'll make further determination on what he's going to do. And he's open to just about anything, even if it means playing in Europe. But good for Johnny Walker. Good guy. So is he hoping to do it right now, Craig? Like play right now yeah. in Utah? Like yeah. the rest of the season? He's hoping, yeah. yeah, good luck to him. Play out the rest of the when, season. When and he's then... healthy, he's a goal scorer. Like yes. he's an offensive upside is there. And every team, everywhere, every league is looking for a guy that can score goals. Right? Yeah. I wish him luck. I, I do too. 
on National Pie Day. This is great. I'm excited for you know, this. No kidding. And I, oh, I should... don't worry. I didn't want any of the pie that I wanted. Okay. okay. No. Good, good to know. <laughs> no. Sorry, Sean. None wow. for you. That's seriously, that's hard. <laughs> you should also mention that Johnny Walker's Twitter handle oh. says, you know, his hometown is listed as Gilbert. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it is. Mm. Wait, I or is that real? Oh, my God. Oh, oh Sorry, so Sean. you like banana cream Okay, pie. so fruit in pie, is that a thing? Oh, my God. Fruit and pie is the only way to it's eat It's the only thing. Apple pie, Pee, cherry pie. I was going to say, fruit and pie. I know, because like we're talking pie. about vegetables and pizza pie. Although, I will say, the sweet potato pie is my favorite pie. Um, oh, oh, buddy. Oh, Pumpkin do you pie. like sweet potato pie? Oh, do I like sweet potato Pumpkin pie? Pumpkin pie? I'm bringing it in. My wife has a crazy uh, sweet potato uh, pie say recipe. Say less. Pumpkin pie is also great, but it doesn't. nothing touches sweet potato pie. Okay. Well, this was. I'm oh, glad you went and you. did this. This is a pretty good oh. banana cream pie. This is good. This is good banana cream pie. Now the crazy part about this is that I'm allergic to walnuts, so I have to scrape all the. <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe okay, we should, so maybe, maybe we should stay on the air a little maybe. longer and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Not oh even long, Lord! No. Oh man. <laughs> well, right. I also can't see. We'll be back here in 24 hours. We will, right? On. Yes, mm-hmm. we will be back. Le- a little less because it's a four o'clock game tomorrow. The Montreal Canadiens. Montreal Battle. As as uh, Craig called it earlier in the year, the battle of the basement. Although the basement's getting a little crowded, <laughs> so it is getting crowded. I don't know. Okay, we'll do a standings update for sure uh, post game to let us know because there'll be more games tomorrow than tonight. There was no mm-hmm. activity. Yeah, in, I know. In Can you believe this was the only NHL game tonight? So I like that's so well, when the Coyotes and Senators play. You want to showcase that game? <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> Might as well. My God. So everybody's listening to this right now. Across North America, right? including Probably. all of Canada. Probably, maybe the in Europe only too. Only post game Probably. Well, why wouldn't they be? I exactly. I oh, would. Caleb, who starts in goal? Well, it's a back to back. You have to match. Gotta be veggie. Gotta be veggie. But Wedgie did have a good game. So. How about Nick? Back the worst in the West versus the least in the East. Okay. I like that. That's a good matchup okay. for tomorrow. I'm with it. I don't know. Do we want it? any early predictions? Didn't they catch <laughs> Seattle though tonight? Didn't they pass Seattle tonight? Uh, they tied. And they have two games in hand, right? Yeah. So better win Tied percentage. Seattle with two games in hand, past Montreal, um, mm. but now have equal games played with Montreal. So we will see. And within five of Philly and Oof. five of Ottawa. And that's not many. No, it's not. All right. Montreal gets the win tomorrow. Yeah? Yep. Montreal gets to win tomorrow. As I in said, a, in a close second worst one. winning percentage against any team in the NHL, Coyotes against Montreal. And we see, we know that that matters because look how the Coyotes did against Boston, and we were saying it mm-hmm. all week. Mm-hmm. The curse of TD Guard. So Montreal so, in a close one, take the under three okay. two. Oh, all right, you heard. Oh, which by the way, I just want to give you credit really quick for what you said in the Discord today about today's game. So before we head out, I said four three say? win, take the over at six and a half. Uh, power play goes two for three. Which is one for three. And Schmaltz and Keller point streak continues. And I have it. I did 11.30 this morning I said that. Who'd you take in the Heritage Classic? <laughs> Just yeah. bringing him back down to earth. <laughs> He's right. I had Toronto. Oh, you man. had Buffalo. I had Toronto. Never never bet against Buffalo. <laughs> I had your back, Sean. Thank you. I was even tweeting him Sabres logos after that game. Uh, he Buffalo was. Sabres and he Arizona was right. Coyotes are America's teams. <laughs> Sabres own the Leafs. They just own them. <laughs> yeah. It's honestly Buffalo is better than Toronto in basically every way, so. Okay, calm down. <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> let's wrap this up. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. We'll be back live on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel after the Montreal-Arizona game tomorrow. It's a very important game, so we'll see how it shakes out. Um, please follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We're... 
less than 100 away from... We're 96 followers away. I'm a little disappointed with the uh, pickup today. From 3,000 followers. Please, yeah. everyone, right now, take out your phone. Send our Twitter to five of your friends. We need... If you want to see hit. more than Petey's calves, <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We need the followers. Yeah, we need the followers. So please give us follow on Twitter as well as wherever you get your podcasts. Like, subscribe, follow, and leave us a review there as well. It's super, super helpful. And I think that's it from us. Here tonight, yeah, we're just gonna eat our pie. Yep. Enjoy. It was very good pie. I I did enjoy it. Mine's my first gone. time. Shout out Coco's Bakery. That's where I got. Coco's. Oh yeah, Coco's okay. Bakery. Thank you so much for coming through. On we finally had a pie come through yeah, for not us. Not a pizza. Not pie. a pizza pie, but a pie. Still waiting for that Rosati's delivery. I know, right. Uh, we'll see everyone here tomorrow. Have a good rest of your night.